You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So we have J.J. Neiman, who is an actor and understudy on Broadway for shows like Book of Mormon. If you're on theater TikTok, you might know him for his series of actors with their mics off. Hi, J.J. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good, Mason. Thank you for having me. No problem. So can you start out by talking about how you got to where you are? Sure. Um... Yeah, I basically grew up doing theater my whole life, like everybody, like every theater kid who loves it. Um, My first show was when I was eight years old, and I literally was counting down the years until I was old enough to be in the children's theater show, that you had to be eight to be in it. And so um, back when I lived in Maryland, I was like counting down the days, and I was like, finally, I get to do the show. So I was in Charlotte's Web. I played Avery, the bratty little brother. That was my first show I ever did. Um, And from there, I, we shortly after moved to North Carolina and um, there actually is a lot more community theater here just in our in the city we live in Um, there's like 10 or 15 community theaters so um, they had like the children's theater I did a lot of stuff with them and a lot of stuff with the other um, theaters and of course at school and everything and I just kind of did it because I loved it and just continued like doing as many shows. I tried to do like five shows a year if I could. Um, and I didn't even go to summer camps a lot of the time because I would stay and do su- shows in the summer. Um, and that was my version of like training in summer camp. And so when it got to my senior year of high school, um, one of my directors, you know, who also works in New York and came down the summer to direct it, he was like, said to my parents, he was like, your son can has a lot of talent and can actually do this as a career if he wants to, if he goes to the right conservatory or um, college program and can actually make, you know, a business out of it. Um, And so that was the first time we even considered that. I just had never thought of it. Um, And I was very academic in high school and stuff. So I thought like, ah, theater's awesome, but like I I should go for something more practical. But I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And so um, I went through the whole audition process for college, which is crazy because now I've just finished coaching 35 students with Broadway Collective for their college auditions. So it's like wild seeing how the process has changed and coaching other people for that. Um, 
But yeah, and I got into Elon. I uh, went there. Um, it's a really awesome liberal arts college in North Carolina, and now one of the like top five musical theater programs in the country, which is wild. I didn't know that when I went there. <laughs> um, so it became that. And um, and yeah, I had the best four years of my life. And that kind of like led me into the Broadway world and gave me a lot of connections. What's the most characters you've played at once or like had to know at once? Oh, um, well, on Broadway, when I did Book of Mormon, I was a swing, which like you said, when you were, you know, giving my introduction is basically like a professional understudy and you understudy like everyone. So I covered seven, all seven of the ensemble Mormon boys. And so that meant like I had wigs for every single one of them, costumes for every single one of them. Like Book of Mormon, you think you, you think of the white shirt and the black tie and everything, but in the show, you really play like six or seven different roles in the ensemble because of all of the different random scenes and musical numbers. It's like all over the place. Um, it's kind of like a fever dream almost. Like I feel like there's just quick changes on quick changes. So I had to do, you know, seven times like five or six. So like I had to know all of those different roles um, and all of their vocal lines. So all four vocal parts, I think. Sometimes it splits into five. Um, so knowing which harmony at one point, their solos, their lines, um, all of that good stuff. So um, so like one night I would be playing, you know, in the airport scene, I'd be playing Price's, Elder Price's mom and standing there in my little kitten heels and my purse. And then the next night I'd be Cunningham's dad and be in a fat suit and like a wig and glasses and like trying to be his dad. I was like a 21 year old who was like <laughs> half of his age, the actual actor playing it. Um, but yeah, no, I, it's really fun. So that's the most that I've kind of had to do. Have you ever done the wrong track at the wrong time? No, people are pretty good at like guiding you. There definitely are times that like I would be on stage and I would be like, oh shoot, I'm singing the tenor one harmony by accident. I should be singing tenor two because I was tenor one last night and this is a different track. So those kind of things obviously are forgiven because the audience would never know like, and a lot of times you catch yourself. Um, but that kind of stuff definitely happens and like, the you're kind of shot out of a cannon from the beginning of the show like doing hello you're on an empty stage with the lights and you see the audience and there's 10 of you on stage just doing hello 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 my name is da, 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 da. and it's like the most anxiety to start the show that way because you literally have to be so focused because you're like i cannot say anyone else's hello <laughs> like i have to say mine and my lines and my solos so yeah it's really fun though so do you have different mental routines to get ready for each different role? Um, kind of. Well, some of them, like, you know, I have to sing some really low tracks that are very at the bottom, bottom of my range, and then some that are at the top. So depending on that, if I'm singing a really low track, I won't warm up as much because then, you know, you can tell I have a naturally high voice. And so I try to, like, keep those low notes because sometimes if you warm up too much then that's harder to sing. So it does it does change and vary. Um, but I kind of tried to always have good mental practices. I really like to like vibe and like get ready with music. And, you know, you always have to do the same thing and get sh shaved every day and put on like, you know, your makeup or whatever, do your part, your hair and put the mic through it and, and make sure all the hair is all right. And, and make sure to stretch and everything before the show. So I tried to be consistent about that kind of stuff because it helps to not get like 
injuries. Like it's important to, cause I, I had a, a spell where I had to go to physical therapy every single week. Cause I was getting like having really big hip and foot issues because I just wasn't warming up properly. And so, you know, if you're kicking your leg every night, the same leg, then you're going to like, eventually, if you're not stretching it properly, you're going to like regret it. So, yeah. But what's something that you've learned during quarantine that you will greatly influence your skills in the future? Mm, um, honestly, I've always been someone who used social media, but I genuinely think like it's shown me with the whole TikTok thing and like having kind of uh, oddly a career online now. And now I'm like actually making money from that. It's wild. And it's, sh- it's reminded me cause I used to um, make web shows when I was on, on YouTube, when I was um, in middle school and high school. And I actually had a good amount of following for like that time and for a teenager. And so I was, um, but I stopped doing it out of fear because I was like, people are going to think it's stupid. I don't want to be making videos on YouTube when I'm in college. Like that will be weird. And I had such a stigma about it um, because I was just really scared to be out there and be vulnerable because I used to get bullied for it. And so during this quarantine, it's shown me, A, screw the haters and whatever they have to say because there's going to be some everywhere. And the theater community is so strong on TikTok in places like that. And I've created this whole business for myself online and doing what what I love and making people laugh and smile. And I can do that without someone handing me, like, here's a Broadway job here, do this eight times a week. I can make that for myself. I don't have to be on stage to kind of get that same kind of feeling. Um, So it's kind of taught me, I can be a little bit more of a self-starter and do stuff on my own. I don't have to wait for someone to give me a role to make something happen for myself. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So what's the best advice you've been given? Ooh, the best advice. Um, that's a good question. Because there's so many, like, every single time someone would come do a master class at Elon and stuff, you would just, like, <laughs> write ferociously and take it all in. Um, I mean, to be honest, the first thing that comes to my mind is not to put yourself in a box. Like as a performer, don't limit yourself and, and, and say, I can't do this. I'm only right for this type of role. I'm only right for this or that. I think it's important to try and be good at everything. Try to learn as much as you can put yourself out there for as many things as you can, because the world and casting directors and everybody will give you those no's. You don't need to say that to yourself and say, no, not that, no, not that. Those casting directors and people will tell you that. So as much as you can, do stuff for yourself and don't put yourself in a box. Like understand your strengths um, and, and embrace those, but also embrace your weaknesses and try to make those better and stronger instead of giving up and being like, oh, I'll never be a dancer. Go for it because who knows when you dance in three classes a day, what you can do. You probably can do a lot more than you think you can. So do you think you've benefited more from education or experience? 
Oh, that's a good question. I think you have to have both. I mean, that's like at the end of the day, that is what it is. Granted, I will say I am like the biggest advocate. I know it can be really costly and that's its whole own conversation because there's a lot of gatekeeping in the musical theater industry and these colleges are like, it's ridiculous. Like how much you have to pay to even apply and be seen for these schools is ridiculous. Um, but education is so important. And I came into college a true, like raw, I had never been in an uh, acting class before. I had really rough vocal technique. I didn't know what to do. And I could not have sung an eight show week at that point. I had a lot of vocal issues and would lose my voice a lot because I wasn't using it properly. And I also wasn't flexible at all. Like I didn't have my splits by any means. Like I had not been taking a lot of ballet and technical dance classes. So I had a lot of raw potential and energy, <laughs> but I needed college to hone that in. So that was like really big deal for me to be with great voice teachers, be taking acting classes. I became so much more confident. I just, I think of it as putting tools in your toolbox. You have to kind of take classes and just, you know, be there to kind of get all those things under your belt. Um, and taking dance class every single day, you're going to get great. But with experience, doing something like Book of Mormon on Broadway, I needed to have professional experience before that, I think. I couldn't have gone into that without doing some of my summer stock gigs. I worked at like the Muni in St. Louis, which is a really big outdoor theater, um, and Pittsburgh CLO um, in Pittsburgh. And, and at Pittsburgh CLO specifically, they put up shows in eight days, including tech, and you have one week of performances. And while you're performing one week, you're rehearsing the entire next show. So I was doing Damn Yankees at night as a baseball player, doing crazy intense dancing, and then rehearsing Shrek the musical. And so we were doing in one week, basically, we did Shrek, including teching the show. And so the te our tech process there was you are thrown on, you have basically do a dress rehearsal the first time you're in costumes, doing your quick changes. You're also on stage with the set, cha set changes, everything, turntable. We had one run, we had, I think, three hours to try and run the show. And if you didn't make a quick change because it was your first time doing a quick change, you just come on stage whenever you finish it and just continue. And then we opened the next day. It was the most insane thing. And somehow it all came together because people are really good at their jobs and are professional, but like I had to be the dragon head for, um, in, in, you know, like that whole entire dragon thing. And I had to learn how to be a dragon puppeteer in like three days and lip sync an entire song with the mouth and the eyes and like this giant harness on my body. And I was like, what is going on? Like, this is insanity. So because of that situation, I was like, there will never be a job as hard as that. And I still stand by that. Even swinging on Broadway is so hard and stressful because you have so many things under your belt. But like, I had to go on Broadway without ever getting to do the show with the full cast, lights, mic, my quick changes, wigs, costumes. I got to do like a run through on the stage with a few people. And then they were like, all right, here you go. And my debut, I was genuinely, I was like, just running like a chicken with their head cut off. I was like, I mean, I think it ended up being okay, but I was like crazy anxious. So I think all of that, prepared me to just go with it. And it's like, you just have to laugh a little bit. You cannot, you will not be perfect. You have to embrace it. You will mess up sometimes because it's a crazy job. 
and you just have to have a sense of humor about it and do your best. How have you been spending your time in quarantine? Well, like I said, I've been doing a lot of TikTok, so that's fun. And I've also been really, really fortunate to um, work full time with the Broadway Collective. I did their summer camp gathered, um, which was four weeks. And so I had different students and I was kind of a team mentor and that was all online on Zoom. Um, And it was really, really incredible. It was amazing. And then I recently did the pre-screen program. So I have um, like 35 kids that I just got through their college pre-screens and I was their dance coach. So it was over the course of several weeks, I was coaching them, giving them feedback, doing Zoom calls with them. Um, and they all have submitted their pre-screens. So it's really exciting. And I'm I, that's like really, really rewarding to like feel like you're, you know, helping them with their future. Um, and then I've also just been doing a lot. I've been trying to stay physically active. Um, I actually lost like almost 20 pounds in quarantine because I uh, took my health really seriously. And I was kind of like at the beginning of quarantine, I was like really lazy. And I was like, no, I need to be ready. If Broadway reopens tomorrow, I need to be ready to dance and be on that stage and do it. Um, So doing a lot of yoga and like all that kind of stuff. So is there anything you'd like to add before we go? Um... That's a good question. Anything I want to add? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, in terms of this kind of applies to anything, but with specifically musical theater and acting and film and performance in general, um, it's a really, it's a really hard business. That's at the end of the day, it, it is very taxing. Doing eight show weeks on Broadway is crazy. Um, and it's, you know, something that I just had to kind of figure out when I got to do it how to navigate it. But um, I think just really as much as you can take, use this time to like hone in on your skills, find those things that make you happy. Obviously right now we're all having to because there's not a lot of performance opportunities. So find those things that bring you joy and make you happy outside of theater and don't lose them because as wonderful as theater is, there's a lot of ups and downs in the the career. Um, so you have to like really find those things that kind of keep you grounded and sane um, throughout all of it because um, it can be tough. And, and find those people that are really wonderful. I think the theater community is so wonderful. So really embrace that and uplift each other. Um, we all kind of need more of that right now. So um, just really be there for each other. And um, I think that'll help you get to where you need to be is helping each other and having friends that are in the biz and helping each other out. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Mason. I'm so excited for you and your podcast and also break a leg with your show. I know Tech Week, you probably are like dying because that's like the most stressful thing in the world, but. Yeah, so I'm Tech now and actually I have Q to Q next week for another show. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh my gosh. We'll break a leg with it all. I'm so jealous and I'm so excited for you. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.